0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Life is Funny podcast. I'm Evan, back here with Josh, and today we're going to talk about some stuff that we know nothing about. We're going to be talking about interesting side hustles, and for those of you who don't know what a side hustle is, it's basically an interesting way to make some extra money, or a lot of money, which we'll get into later. So, again, I'm Evan, here with Josh.
1: Yep, I'm here too. This is Josh.
0: (laughs) And yeah, today we're um, starting episode... Two after last week's wonderful intro where we you know said that we were going to talk about this so hopefully um you know our consistency is getting you guys locked into the podcast (laughs) and you know we're sticking to our word we didn't change up the topics yet but
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there we'll change the topics eventually i'm sure it's gonna oh yeah
0: we got to keep keep them on their keep keep them on their toes for sure yeah yeah
1: exactly exactly well evan like you said, this is our, our second podcast, but I, I would kind of call it our first real podcast, kind of digging in here. So, um, that's true. Yeah. Well, I think that what we kind of talked about and how we'll probably start every podcast is kind of digging into our own weeks and kind of just a catch up for that. W- so that way, all of you uh, listeners can kind of know what's going on in our lives. And also, uh, this is the time of the week where Evan and I catch up with each other as well, uh, just because, like, <laughs> like we mentioned in the intro podcast. Uh, Evan's down in Bloomington, and I'm up in northern Indiana right now, so we're in two different locations recording this podcast, but uh, we want to try to stay connected and also keep you guys updated on all the amazingly interesting things that are happening in our lives.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. So, Josh, what what amazingly interesting things happened to you this week, if anything?
1: Yeah, yeah, good question. Well, it was a just riveting week, let me tell you. Whew, uh, you know. I actually I did do something pretty fun. Uh went to my first bachelor party on uh Saturday night. Oh so, wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. It was nice. A good time. Very cool. For
0: yeah. who I think it is or um, for Tanner?
1: Yeah, it was for Tanner. Yep. Tanner and nc nice. they're getting married here in December, so it's Lauren and I's close friends, who we love dearly, uh, but they're they're getting married coming up. So the bachelor party was this last weekend, and like I said, it was my first one. Uh, it was a good time. Wow. What. It wasn't uh it wasn't like all strippers or whatever like the uh, we didn't go to Vegas or mm, anything uh-huh. like that <laughs> uh, I don't know what like, yeah, the yeah. stereotypes surrounding bachelor parties are but that's not what we did uh I I we... think that's it yeah, yeah is it? <laughs> okay good well that's not what we did uh we went go kart racing which was really fun it was called like K1 and they were like oh, electric awesome. go karts on this like road track inside uh and it, so It wasn't, like, an oval, like, what you kind of think of sometimes when you think of go-kart racing. But it was, like, a road track, Mm -hmm. so tons of turns and stuff like that. And the the go-karts would just fly. Like, I don't have any idea how fast they were going, to be honest. I would say they were probably (laughs) going, like, 30 to 40 miles an hour inside on this little tiny track. And so it was kind of crazy to be going that fast because, like... For example, I would say all of us got whiplash at some point. So imagine you're coming around a corner, (laughs) you're punching your brakes a little bit, and these things have just, uh, let's say they're very touchy brakes, to say the least. So as as soon as you Mm -hmm. touch the brakes, you're (laughs) skidding out. And so you're going around a corner, you hit your brakes, and then all of a sudden you look to your left, you're skidding sideways, and somebody just comes and they nail you from the side, just T-bone you. (laughs) Whiplash every time. Oh, my gosh. It hurts so bad. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but that was, that was a lot of fun. I will say I did win the second race. We did three races. I, I came out on top the second race, so no big deal there. Um, but that, so that was a really good time. Uh, then we went and put our names in at Top Golf. The wait was <laughs> like, uh, I think it was two hours this time. Okay. So not bad. We, we've definitely tried to put our name in before and they said it was six oh, wow. hours. And so, uh. That, yeah, that's insane. Twenty yeah. six hours to I hit golf do balls but, I don't like golf, and you do like
0: golf. <laughs> like, so I definitely I wouldn't I do, wait I an hour. Golf. But like, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, yeah, exactly. I I would say Top Golf is a glorified fancy driving range. Yeah, that's. But it's so much more fun mm-hmm. than a driving range because there's. Yeah. Do you know much about uh, top a little golf? bit?
0: I've seen pictures. Like my roommate just turned twenty one. He's a big golfer, and he went there for his birthday. So I saw some pictures from that. But it's kind of like. Like yeah, you're okay. on this like weird platform thing and driving out. Or is it is it all virtual? Mm-hmm. Or is it yep. is it you're actually hitting a golf ball?
1: Well, there's two types. So Topgolf has like the in-person one and then they do have like their new virtual one that they're okay. starting to put out that, that is just um in a smaller building where they just have virtual golf games set up, I guess. I haven't been you. to one of those. But, yeah, so you get up there, and there's three decks of just, they call them bays. And you can have, I think, I think it's six people per bay. And so, basically, you go in, and you pay a lot of money (laughs) to hit golf balls. (laughs) Um, But, so, you go in, you hit your golf balls, and, like, you kind of talked about, it's games. There's these targets, basically, that Mm -hmm. you're hitting into, and you get a certain amount of points for hitting each one. And, like, there's, like, 15 different types of games that you can play. Um and so it, it's a really fun time, even if you suck at golf. I think okay. you like it. Yeah, out. no, I mean, the the game aspect sounds fun. I think everyone, I think everyone yeah. would like it. Yeah, yeah. And you can suck, and there's, like, close uh, targets. I don't know what they're called. Uh, but that you can hit mm-hmm. into. So you don't have to be really oh, nice. good. And basically you're just sitting around a table. And, like, one person's hitting at a time. So you're just sitting there eating food ordering drinks and then like there's other games you can go play like pool and ping pong and foosball yeah. and stuff like See, that, that that doesn't there. sound too so bad it's a really cool yeah. place no yeah yeah it, it's it's a really fun place and everybody can have fun there but this isn't an ad for top golf i think they should pay me for <laughs> talking about it that much anyways so that was fun and then the uh, last part of the evening we ended up going downtown indy for a little bit and then um So we were at the bachelor party. The bachelorette party was going on at the same time. And uh, let's just say there was a great idea to go visit the Uh bachelorette party uh, late (laughs) into the evening after they had fallen asleep. Because uh, we were staying at a hotel across town and they were staying at uh, one of their houses on the other side of town. Like fifteen minutes apart. And so the great idea, since we knew that they were all asleep, was to go knock on the <laughs> doors and windows and ring right. the doorbell. At and like like three scare in the them and wake them and up. And so yeah. yeah, yeah. As as the uh uh I don't know, boring person. I think we established that last mm-hmm. time that I am. <laughs> I wasn't like that into it. I stood by a tree the whole time. Wow. Um but we did get the cops called on us. Oh so that was no. Fun. By someone uh,
0: <laughs> in the Bachelorette party? <laughs> yeah. Or like a neighbor, yeah. Okay. Oh that no,
1: <laughs> nope. It was in the back. <laughs> yeah, because uh, so basically, to give you a quick uh, rundown of yeah. how it went, was we stopped by the house, and parked out front. We literally parked out front. Walked up, all the like motion oh, lights bet, came yeah. on as we're walking up to the house. Like, you should, like there are people here. Uh-huh. It's obvious <laughs> that uh, we're walking around the house. Like everyone in the neighborhood <laughs> right. should know because the house lit up so much when we're walking around. But basically. Uh, two, of, Me and another guy were like, well, we don't really want to knock on the windows so mm-hmm. much. And uh, the people inside who uh, – we so, like, Lauren was inside and his wife was inside. And we're like, well, he he uh, said that he had explained to his wife, if something like this ever happens, just call 911. Don't call me first. Call 911. <laughs> so he's like, I'd really rather not get the cops called yeah. on me. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. And Lauren's not a big fan right. of being scared. And it's, like, her worst fear to get a house broken into. So I was like, ah, you know, I'd really not – I'd probably rather not, like, bang on the windows and freak her out too much. (laughs) And so we stood by a tree and talked while this was going on. But so then two of them thought it would be funny. And it wasn't unfunny, but it was kind of Mm -hmm. unfunny. (laughs) Just because not in the moment it wasn't that unfunny. Uh, But afterwards we found out that uh, we started getting calls from them and stuff like that and found out that uh, they had just called (laughs) the cops. And they were actually, interesting fact, they were on hold with the cops because when they called 911, the the line was really? too full, and so oh, no wow. one answered. That's disconcerting, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So they were on hold with 911 for like three oh, wow. minutes. Yeah, which that's is like key.
0: way too long. That's not yeah. how that's
1: supposed to work. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, so I was, I was like, okay, let me trust 911 right. next time. <laughs> but anyway, so we, <laughs> it was right when uh, they... When nine one one finally picked up was when they started calling mm-hmm. us, and so we were like, "Oh yeah, it's us outside." Like right, tell nine one one not to tell come, them, tell the cops yeah. not to come. And so then, yeah, so the cops didn't oh, end good. up coming, luckily. Uh, but they were all pretty oh, mad I bet. at us, <laughs> and because uh, they they all thought they were going <laughs> to die, and yeah, so that was fun. And then we uh, stopped by and went to breakfast with them the next nice. morning, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, overall it was a good time, fun, the go karting and the. uh, top golf those two were fun i will say nothing good ever happens after midnight so <laughs> That's just true yeah at midnight
0: see I, ooh, That's what I'm gonna stick I don't with. know i don't know about yeah. midnight like how i met your mother one of my favorite shows has nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m i think is what what the rule is
1: i, I, I guess that would still it would still yeah, apply would still, yeah uh, i mean for, for an older story. person
0: like you josh yeah. midnight you know might be a little too late but i yeah that <laughs> 10 right, p.m. 10:30. It's true. No, I I went to bed at like 11:30 last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah. It was too early for me. But <laughs>
1: man, well, see, I was gonna say that's too late. <laughs> that's a, that's huh? true. Any, anyways, the bachelor party was really the only thing in the past week that I did of nice. interest. Uh, what about yeah. you, Evan? What what stories you got? So I didn't have a a too
0: like ridiculously crazy week. I had a pretty chill weekend and just like worked a lot but um actually just the other night i got to go see my first iu game of the season they played their season opener against uh, chicago state which okay. was
1: cool so oh that was a big rival game <laughs> out there big big time Ooh, yeah big yeah. time no
0: I, <laughs> I'm sure all the fans yeah, came out i don't that. even know what chicago state's mascot was they were not good i don't know what the final <laughs> score was but we won by like it, i want to say like 47 or something like that it was it was a beatdown Oh, so it was really it was. Oh yeah, tight. no, it was tight. It was a close <laughs> yeah, game,
1: right uh-huh. on the ropes. Okay. Yeah,
0: Oof. but no, it was fun because like I, the game was at six thirty, and I had class from five forty five to eight fifteen, but my professor was like, "Hey guys, like we're gonna try and get out at seven thirty because I'm <laughs> trying to get back to Indy to catch the Duke, uh, Kentucky game." Like he had tickets for, so he had oh, to yeah. end class a little early, oh, which really? is funny. Um, so I made it over to the game. Yeah. In time and got to see just the end of the. actually the whole second half um and at iu we've got this new freshman romeo langford so we like he was awesome oh yeah he um dropped 17 points in the final like eight minutes of the first half and like yeah because he got off to a bit of a rough start but then uh he only scored two points after halftime but by then they were up by like 20 or 30 so it didn't matter but it was a lot of fun. Did he play uh, much? In he played the a little bit, then? like, but he wasn't the focal point. It was more like Juwan Morgan got going a little bit, okay. like Devontae Green made some shots. Uh, yeah, so it was it was a good game, and like everybody got to play. Like yeah. my girlfriend Rachel, like she said that nice. um, she went to high school, or there was some guy who went to her high school who plays for IU, uh, like Quentin Taylor or something like that. He's like a redshirt junior that I've I never no heard idea. of, never seen play. I And, um, yeah, so he got in the game, which is funny because apparently, yeah, he's not that good, but yeah, it was interesting. And at the end of the game, the the game itself was good, but you know how, um, I don't know if you are like familiar with, like, you know, how baseball has like the unwritten rules of the game, right? Where like, if you do something stupid, like the pitcher's going to hit you and like, you know, there's retaliation that can occur and benches clearing. So in basketball, it's kind of the same thing where if you're up at the end of the game, and the other team isn't fouling you to try and, like, extend the game. Like, you don't shoot the ball. So, like, Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets got in trouble for that this past week, and Kyrie Irving, like, was all upset in a game against the Celtics. Jamal Murray was going for 50, and he shot a three at the buzzer and missed it, but the Celtics weren't happy, and Kyrie, like, threw the ball into the stands. But last night, like, at, yeah, at the game, at the IU game, uh, VJ Blackman, so James Blackman's little brother, who, like, you know, James Blackman, former IU star, like, VJ's not as good, he's like a fourth stringer, came into the game, and IU was going for 100, which was awesome, but they had already hit 100. So VJ Blackman, like, dribbled it up the court with, like, he could have just let the clock run out like he should have, but he pulls up and drains a three over the Chicago State defender, and it was, like, the most dirty thing, and it was, like, Archie Miller, our coach, he threw his arms up, he was not happy, but, like, he made the shot, so it was kind of cool if I were him, but, like, yeah, I don't know if he's gonna play again this year after that, (laughs) because that was some interesting antics, but that was a, that was a fun time, it was a good game overall, yeah, so, yeah, I'm excited for, for the next few, like, IU, like you said, we're, we got Romeo Langford, he's supposed to be good, we're hoping to be a good team this year, we might even be ranked after this week, depending on, What some of the lower uh, top twenty five teams did, so. Mm -hmm. But based on how Duke, oh my gosh, Duke is
1: uh, Duke looks like they're going to win. Yeah, Duke was
0: ridiculous. Like we went to bed because we got back. um, I went to the game with Rachel and Patrick, my roommate, and um, we got back and we're like, ooh, we want to keep watching basketball because Michigan State was playing Kansas, and then Duke was playing Kentucky, Mm -hmm. and like we watched the first half of the Duke Kentucky game. And at halftime, they were up by like twenty points. So, we went to bed, and woke up, and Could be a good they won by like thirty-two. Basketball. Yeah, so, so it was ridiculous. <laughs> Duke is too good. But, yeah. So that's about all I did this week. That was exciting. This next week, I've got football and basketball, and then holidays are coming up. So, new, new exciting things coming up here in the new in the near future. Hopefully, maybe not. Maybe just same old boring yeah, stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I that's guess true find
0: <laughs> we'll find out next week <laughs> tune in to find out yeah yeah, <laughs>
1: ne- yeah next week on the life is funny exactly. podcast we're gonna find out how Evan's <laughs> week went and if it was actually good very true yeah <laughs> well um any more stories you want to dig into before we get into the amazing topic of um, the day not that I can think of I, I think I'm ready to to dive in I want
0: to talk about these side hustles they're they're cool cool yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, so like Evan talked about at the beginning, uh, and like you just mentioned, we're going to be talking about side hustles today, so giving you some ideas about how to make some extra money and also giving ourselves some ideas about how to make some some extra money. Uh, we've been doing some good research, been, you know, Googling some things, uh, reading some good books, you know, all those types <laughs> of things. We've been studying hard this week on how to get out there and oh make yeah. that money. Um, and I, today we're just going to teach you how to make a million dollars a year. And so be prepared for that. Um, you just got to be able to scale whatever we talk about, and then you could probably make it happen. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe not. Well, I guess we'll find out.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: So uh, you want to talk about, <laughs> so you want to go first, Evan, and dig into some of uh, the amazing side hustles you think that people should try Sure. Out?
0: So part of the reason that this topic came up um, for you and I to talk about is because, A, we have this podcast, which is you know, kind of jokingly, a side hustle. Like we talked about how this American Life makes fifty thousand dollars an episode, and you know, ooh man, mm-hmm. like you know, that's, that's... Us
1: starting in three point. <laughs> right. <I don't> know <laughs> right. So you
0: know, like <laughs> ideally, that's the that's the future of the Life Is Funny podcast. But um, you know, I also did over the summer. I signed up for a dog walking thing called Rover, which is um, like an, a service where mm-hmm. they offer. Uh, like dog boarding so you can like keep a dog at your house and watch it for someone you can stay over at someone's house and watch Mm -hmm. a dog for an extended period of time or you can just go and Mm -hmm. uh, like walk a dog for someone so i did that over the summer but like right around the time we started this podcast i um i got my first rover request like i had totally forgotten about it because i never got anything um (laughs) rachel actually did it over the summer she like turned me on to it and she got all these requests, made a bunch of like good money over the summer, just walking dogs, which is awesome. Like she loves dogs, I love yeah, dogs, yeah. who doesn't love dogs. So I signed up for it, but mm-hmm. never got anything here in Bloomington over the summer until like a couple weeks ago in the middle of the semester. And I walked my first dog and made some decent money. So that was kind of cool and it, you know, brought up the thing of hey, dog walking is a bit of a weird mm-hmm. like way to make money overall. What else is there? So, like, that's that's one of the ones that I found. Because Rover, <laughs> just to dive into it a little more while we're on the topic, um, according to, like, some of the stuff that I found, if you treat it like a part-time job and, like, walk two or three dogs for, like, two weeks mm-hmm. out of the month, you can earn an average of, like, $1,000 a month, which is not bad for walking Seriously. a couple dogs. Do you have to be in, like, a bigger city so for that? So, it kind of depends. Like, overall, yeah, because you can set the – um, you can set your own rates. So, I think – I have it set for the basics, with, okay. which is about $15 an hour, which is like $15 a dog walk, I guess. Okay. Or I guess, may, yeah. yeah, so it comes out bad. to about $15 every, I think it's every half hour, hour. It kind of depends on how long the dog actually needs walked. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so like you can also change that up though. So I know Rachel at one point, she bumped hers up because uh, she was good at it and she mm. was getting good reviews and because also like in yeah, yeah. Carmel where she was walking dogs and stuff like the price the prices uh-huh. were higher for everyone else so i think they were closer to 20 oh, yeah so sure. like she um she changed hers but you can also make it a little lower but yeah if you were in a big city you, mm-hmm. and you're good at it and have good reviews then you can set you know set your own price and especially if you're doing the like dog hmm. sitting stuff instead of just the dog walking that makes a lot mm-hmm. more money because yeah like it, oh yeah you're for sure. watching a dog keeping that your house or staying at someone else's house. because
1: uh, according to an, the same yeah. thing. Do you get to oh, know, oh, sorry, like Do you get to know anything about the dog? You do, yeah. Like before so, you go, yeah. like this dog mm-hmm. has bit twelve people in the past two <laughs> Yeah, weeks. so
0: like that's kind of the thing that you're supposed to do. They call it a, a meet and greet that you're supposed to do before you end up mm-hmm. accepting the dog walking thing so that you can decide, like, hey, okay. do I want to walk this dog? Like, you know, is it something I can handle? Because on your rover profile, you can set, yeah. like, what dogs you're comfortable with in terms of, like, size and stuff like that. So, you know, I have it set, like...
1: Mm-hmm. And I assume you're just comfortable with <laughs> Yeah, dogs.
0: only teeny tiny little baby dogs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, if you weren't comfortable with a big dog, you could change it up um, and let people know that. So, like, you can go meet the dog and the person... And decide if you like want to walk the dog before you even commit to it, Mm -hmm. Um, which and yeah, because it also lets the person decide like if you're the right person to walk their dog or
1: whatever, too. Is this person gonna steal my right, dog? Right, that too. Yeah, and like you know, is this person <laughs> that would make me nervous? You know, I would want to meet uh-huh. them first. Yeah, like is oh, they, is for sure. Shady? Are they gonna sell my dog on the yeah, black no market? Yeah, no
0: doubt. Like, and I would want to meet the person I'm walking the dog for. Apparently, Rachel said she got a few weird requests of like just people who seemed like they were a little out there, and you know, it's like yeah, you can kind of uh-huh. protect yourself a, a bit if you're if you get to oh, yeah. do the meet and greet instead of committing right away. So yeah, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. It's well-organized, like Rover. I got an email from them the other day saying that if, if you work a certain amount for them, they're starting to offer like health insurance too, which is kind of cool. So yeah. like Really? Really? So (laughs) so they're like like legit. So like basically a real job. Yeah, They are definitely legit because like, I also saw if you treat Rover like a full-time job, which means like, you know, you're working four weeks Mm -hmm. out of the month and you're taking like two to three dogs at a time, you can earn an average of like 3,300 bucks a month. Which is, pretty that's good. Pretty yeah, good. like that's not bad at all for for walking yeah. dogs and taking care of dogs. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think that well, I told you I was reading an article about a guy who he was able to scale it somehow. He's he's probably walking like forty dogs uh-huh. at once or something like that. But like he was able to make a hundred thousand right. dollars a year as a yeah. dog walk. No, that's ridiculous. So th- that's crazy. Yeah. So if you love dogs, get out there. And oh walk yeah, some dogs. for sure. You'd be making Mm -hmm. some money. Yeah, there's also
0: other company like a Wag is a company that does similar stuff to Rover for dog walking, and if you get good at it, you could just like start your own dog walking business. I don't think there's any like legit, you know, legit licensing that you have to do for it or anything. So, Mm. (laughs) So definitely a good side (laughs) hustle. Walking license. Yeah. Sorry, it's only 18.99 (laughs) people. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, So what did you find? Um, Anything cool? And then. Yeah. Yeah. I got some killer ones, let me tell you. They're good stuff. Nice, good yeah, ways I found a couple to more to and make that money. Um, I think probably my favorite one that I found and the one that I'm most excited about, and I'm going to blame Gary V for this. <laughs> have you heard of Gary V I have. Evan? I feel like I the name is familiar, but I don't know who that is off the top of my head. Yeah, his last name's like Gary i Vay- I I'm, I'm going to butcher the last name. It's like Vanerchuk or Vaynerchuck mm-hmm. or something like that. But he is, like, a partial owner of the Jets, and he, like, has a media company, and he's just like, get just go read okay. his book. Like, he's yeah. awesome. But that's what, kind of where I got this idea from was his Twitter. Oh, nice. Uh, so he talks to, uh, all the time about people, just want, what they should do is check on... Uh, craigslist go and check what's free on Uh craigslist and then go pick it up and put it on ebay or put it on facebook or i'm sure you could look at other stores like etsy Mm -hmm. or whatever but just see what's free out there and go grab it and then basically just build up your inventory and just put it on there because you got got it for free and as long as you can store it somewhere if it sells great you made money if it doesn't throw it away eventually maybe uh but you can do that and so grab the free stuff and then also he's big on going to garage sales and like thrift oh yeah so, like, going to, like, Goodwill or whatever or going to a garage sale and just looking for, like, classic stuff that people just, like, love. I was watching one. the other, I was looking at a tweet the other day where it was this guy who he went and he picked up just, like, retro basketball huh. shirts from, like, oh, the 80s. Cool. And he picked up, like, six of them at a Goodwill. And he picked them up for, like, $4 yeah, a piece yeah. or something like that. And then he got $150 by Whoa, selling all six of them. that's awesome. Yeah, like, just by flipping it and, like. And that's something that's, like, you can only do it so much by yourself. And I think that's kind of the key that we're going to realize by talking about all these is, like, it's only so scalable when you do it by Mm -hmm. yourself. But if you started, like, a business with it and, like, had other people doing it with you, you could find a way to make good money doing this. Like, you could make very good money by just reselling old Uh stuff. Uh, And, like, because I was maybe – what was I doing? I was listening to a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and I was listening to a podcast and there was an ad for like Linda's stuff or something huh. like that. And she just is this company who she just she just sells upscales uh upscale antiques okay. yeah, yeah. like that she's found at garage sales and stuff like that. She just resells them. And so like I think that's a killer way to go out there and make a couple extra dollars and you don't even have to do it like all the time or full time, literally you can go to a garage sale on a Saturday, take pictures of the stuff you bought, and then go to work all week and just let them hopefully sell on eBay and ship them out whenever they sell. So it's like an easy way to get pretty much passive income and not have like a ton of money into right, it, you right. know?
0: That's so, yeah, that's so weird. And like, so, yeah. I, I, I guess I'd never really thought about that. Like I've been to a ton of garage sales when I was younger. Like my grandma used to love garage sales. Uh huh. And like, you know, we'd get like yeah. – toys that were cool for me or like you know whatever she was looking for but yeah like i i've heard people talk about like oh man you know i found this really cool thing at a garage sale like this poster like have you ever seen you've seen um the show on like the history channel pond stars probably yeah when they talk about you know a lot of the people come in and have these cool things and they're like oh where'd you find it and sometimes the people are like oh at a garage sale you know so i spent like nothing yeah, on and this. Then they're like how yeah. much do you pay uh-huh. for uh right to you. <laughs> exactly so i think that's yeah that's definitely a cool thing to keep an eye out so maybe i'll have to go to more more garage sales i, I like going to thrift stores yeah um, like they're definitely you can find some good deals there and bloomington has some cool like antique mm-hmm. stores so i'll have to keep keep a
1: closer eye out the only... now that i know that there's some some good money yeah to the be only made. downside about the antique stores yeah, there's tons of I would I would agree with that. There's tons of money to be made. The only downside about the antique stores is if you go to some of like the bigger more popular mm-hmm. ones now that they're getting more popular. It seems like to me. I don't know, maybe I'm just learning more about it. But now that they're getting more popular, things are getting Oh yeah, more no, you're definitely right. right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so they just know how to price them better. So if you go to like a garage sale or like a smaller mm-hmm. antique store or thrift store, that's not like the most popular one on the block. There's where you're going to find exactly. the deals. That's where you're going to make yeah. the money.
0: Like I had been to a few thrift stores when I went to LA this past summer and they had stuff like they had some ridiculous mm. shoes. Like I showed you, they had some like Supreme shoes that were going on, yeah. you know, yeah. for like a couple hundred dollars on, you know, like all these shoe reselling websites and like you couldn't buy the shoes from the dealer, but like the thrift stores had them as the same at the same yeah. price because they knew how much they were worth. So uh-huh. like, you know, if you go to a nice oh, thrift exactly. store, you're going to still end up paying, you know, like you can't find the the great deals. You can't really get one yeah, over yeah. on them as much, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They know what right, to charge. Right, exactly. Now. So you just got to keep an eye out. But oh, that's awesome. No, I'll definitely have to have to keep an eye out for some things that I can resell or maybe just look at look at mm-hmm. things of my own. What kind of crap that i might have that people might just want just go through yeah. your room
1: i'm just gonna sell everything in my room you know my mattress i think i could probably get 50 bucks out of that just the my apartment's mattress, used mattress. yeah my our apartment comes
0: furnished <laughs> so i just sell all the all the nice-ish furniture yeah yeah just
1: sell all your roommate's uh-huh. stuff just put all of that on eBay. that would be funny hey evan have you seen my uh, yeah where did frame? everything
0: go uh sorry dude i have no idea <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> we must have got Reddit. robbed
0: I think they got us. They got us for everything we had.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Except for some reason, they just didn't take any of the bad right. stuff. Or any of my of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they overlooked my Xbox and my uh-huh. TV and my bed. I don't know why they sold yeah. all your guys' My Yeti blue microphone, my beds. laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gee, it's, uh, I can't understand it. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So what other like I do you want Absolutely. me to dive into a couple other the side hustles that I found? There were two more that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for so, it. Yeah, hit, hit so them one up. that yeah. I found Tell these people how to make oh, some for money. Sure. One that I found that was interesting and pretty easy to do is an ads quality rater. So according to the description, like you can get Ooh, what's that? A, yeah. um a job, like rating ads that you see online and like commercials and stuff like that that pays like 15 bucks an hour, okay. which is, you know, anything that pays 15 bucks an hour is pretty good, obviously. But like this one was interesting to me because I don't know if it pays by the ad because that would be not as good, right? Like if you're watching a 32nd ad and then it's, you're only getting paid for that, then, you know, 15 bucks an hour is not quite gonna, gonna get you there. However, you got to watch, a right, lot right? Yeah. Ads. So like, if you don't mind that, it's not a bad, not a bad gig because you can watch ads. You can give your opinion. I know, you know, some people just love writing opinion pieces and like telling people what they think. So, you know, giving people feedback on these ads makes it, you know, worse for everyone else out there because that means that the ads get better and that, you know, things will be sold to more consumers. But if you're the one writing these ads, you can, you can make a pretty penny if you're good at it. So that one was interesting and something where it's like, huh, I could definitely sit down for an hour and watch a bunch of ads and make fifteen bucks. Like why not, you know? That doesn't seem too too abrasive in my in my opinion. But I can see it getting old, which is why it would be a side hustle for sure. Instead of like a full time like I wouldn't want to sit in a room and watch a bunch of cringy political ads or like, you know, annoying TV ads or anything like that, so Like, I'm starting to see a ton of Christmas ads right now, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet, so I'm not ready. Like, (laughs) not ready for all of these. But yeah, oh well. So, another thing, the last one that I'll bring up is something that was cool and something that I've kind of thought about doing, and that's reselling tickets for like events and like concerts and sports. Um, Because we had talked about this when we. We're both at IU last year. We had some really good behind-the-basket games for basketball. Yeah, And, um, you know, yeah, thank you did. and Lauren for that. I appreciate you dragging me along. <laughs> you're, <laughs> yeah. welcome. you're welcome. Um, so, like, if you had those good seats and, like, couldn't go or didn't want to go, like, the season ticket package for IU is, like, something like 300 bucks. But we could have sold those tickets for, like, yeah, 150 yeah. bucks a pop. So, like, right there, one ticket, yeah. you're making, like, half your money back. So if you're you know able to yeah, log exactly. on at interesting times and like you know if you know that Ticketmaster is gonna put a Taylor Swift concert out at a certain time or whatever, and you can snatch up a good who ticket. Yeah, Taylor I don't know Switch. who does like Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, me. So <laughs> like if I knew, Evan is the biggest Taylor oh, I, Swift I, fan. I you'll definitely ever meet, am. Just so all of you, I definitely know. am. Like if we eventually get some music on here soon, I would be a proponent for some Taylor Swift. We might not have the royalties
1: to it. But <laughs> <I don't. laughs> yeah, uh, well, right. sorry. Taylor Swift has decided to sue the Life Is Funny podcast. We're we'll no longer. Oh, be that airing. would be the
0: coolest news, though. Like that would give us so much publicity if we got sued <laughs> by Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, for that, sure. that new so. side hustle just came up with get sued by celebrities and make money like <laughs> 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 some kind of way from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any what? What is it like? Any, any publicity, publicity, publicity is, good. is good publicity. Yeah, or, or any press say? is good for Yeah, any any yeah. of those. Like so. Yeah, what, uh-huh. however they were. Yeah. So yeah, I I think we could definitely get sued by a celebrity or two if we try hard enough. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, there's definitely Yeah, place. I think we could make that happen. But if we can't, then ticket reselling is definitely something where like I know um Steven, one of our, you know, mutual friends, like he mentioned how he bought some what what was it, Ed Sheeran tickets and was able to like resell yeah, yeah, his um, you know, for a decent amount of money and then still also buy tickets and go see the show so yeah like I think that's always a cool cool thing to look into if you have tickets or like if you have a family member who has tickets because at IU you see IU classifieds all the time where people are trying to resell their football tickets or their basketball tickets and you know everyone everyone wants a ticket to a big game or a big concert or whatever it might be so those are some of the cool um side hustles I saw because the thing that I saw about the tickets it said that um this guy knew someone who, like, they can make $500 just from... Or $5,000, wow, from just less than, like, three clicks on the computer. Because if you bought 12 Beyoncé tickets, and then you listed them on StubHub or whatever, like, yeah, you just go go for that, and then resell them. Like, you, you can buy things, buy tickets for events that you have no interest in going to, and then just totally resell them, which is a bit of a bit of a jerk move, in my opinion. However... We're here to talk about making money, not necessarily talking about how, how great
1: all these side hustles are. So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Another way that I found that is just a good side hustle for people to make a little bit of money on, and I would say a little bit more than a little money, is writing Kindle books. So just putting, I don't know, if you're a decent writer or have a really good editor, Uh, Because I know I'm not a good writer, so I probably – this isn't a good one for me, but I still kind of want to try it just to see how it works. But I was reading an article about this lady who she wrote seven short stories, and she put them all on Kindle for like 99 cents each, like nothing crazy, just cheap. And she just loves writing, and she was like, well, maybe I'll try to put those on there. Nobody really wants to publish my books, but I can throw them on Kindle, and then maybe they'll sell. And she's making a six-figure income just from those books. Yeah, yeah. So she's just out there killing it just because she likes to write and people wanted to read her short stories. And I think they're like paranormal stories or something like that. But like, I think you could do it with almost any type of story. And along with that, I think another thing that I, I have heard a lot about, I haven't tried this myself, is blogging. Like food bloggers and stuff can make a ton of money just writing. So I think that finding a way to use your talent I think is what I would kind of go to with this tip is finding a way. So if you're a really good mm-hmm. writer – you can make money writing. Or if you're really good at shooting video or creating videos or taking pictures or right. something like that, like you can find a way to make money with that. Um, but nothing too crazy there. If you're a good writer, enjoy reading, I would say that's an easy side hustle. Go out there, write some books. You could make some good money. I would also say I wouldn't expect your first one to just go out there oh, and yeah. kill it. It's one of those things where you kind of just got to write until you come across something that's, like, catching mm-hmm. on, I guess, that becomes popular. So, I, I mean, I've heard of plenty of uh, authors that they wrote like six books before their seventh book finally did right well right and or yeah. whatever so like it's one of those things where if it's something it's got to be something you enjoy for you to actually make money on yeah like it. you're
0: not going to be a one-hit wonder necessarily you know with writing a kindle book or whatever but that's definitely a cool thing if you are good at writing and have some extra time where yeah like if you could get something published that makes you a little money that's cool. You know, any of these side hustles that you enjoy, like the dog walking, if you like dogs or, you know, whatever it might be, it makes the the work almost worth more because sometimes it's not even like actually working. Like if you love writing or whatever, you can I pause don't know here.
1: include this or not, but just so you listeners know, we have a lot of fun pausing going on because uh, this is the first time I'm recording in the basement of my house, which is not where I want to record at all. And the uh, water pump, I think, I don't know, something keeps turning on. And, uh, it's really loud and annoying and I hope you can hear it in the background right now just because, uh, yeah, it's less than fun, (laughs) less than fun. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to give it a second and then just so you guys know, I'm going to jump back in and hit on this last, uh, probably, uh, I don't know that it's my favorite one, but it's, it's a good one based on its history. So. Then we'll dig into that one a little <laughs> bit and go from there. All right, and we're back. And so the last thing that I think is just a killer side hustle is is a classic, you know. It's one of those ones you hear about people doing and just making money off of. And it's one of those things that I think that everybody has heard their whole lives you could make money doing it if you wanted to. And it's a lawn care or like oh, shoveling yeah. snow in mm-hmm. the winter. And the, and the reason I wanted to bring this one up is because I know off the top of my head, I can think of three to five really good entrepreneurs who I know personally who are just out there killing it, making really good money and doing really, really well for themselves. That's how they started. They obviously don't do lawn care businesses anymore. But when they were younger, they had their lawn care businesses and it got them some money bringing in when they were like in high school and college and right after college. But then the business experience that they gained through that is what propelled them into their current career paths because they found out that they had a love for running their own business and being an entrepreneur and making money through those paths. And so I think that that one, this suggestion for uh, a side hustle is more about the potential that it has to impact your life later on. You, could, I think you could still make good money being like a lawn uh, care oh, yeah. service provider, yeah. but it's one of those things again where you'd have to scale it. You'd have to have a bunch of people working for you. Some like really fast mowers, but like, you could do it, but I think bigger thinking bigger than that is that it would give you the skills to be successful in your future careers um, by learning how business works and building your own business as a younger adult or younger person. Right. So I think that that is just based on what I've seen. I don't know. I don't know if you agree or not, Evan. But I've seen a lot of people have a lot of success with their careers and they started out as something like that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Like I have uh, two friends off the top of my head like I had some neighbors back home who they had a a lawn care service and they had like a trailer that they would take around with like um, some like riding lawn mowers and stuff like that and they just like had clients around the neighborhood who they would mow lawns for and they made some really good money and they actually got to the point of um, wanting to or needing to like graduate so they were going to go off to college and they offered to me to take over their lawn care business and I had to say no because I didn't have anyone who could like help me so it would have just been me you know trying to to deal with this and they they had a they were rather successful so they had, like a lot of clients so unfortunately I had to say no but they were definitely really good and then I had another friend who um, he actually started his own like lawn care thing same thing had like a trailer where he would take stuff around but he inherited that from Um, an older member of my church back home who was like a few years older than us and like kind of the same thing so he ended up working as like an extra person for this guy who originally started it and then he took over and then hired some of like my other friends so like there's you know lawn care is definitely pretty good like you can like you said you know make money but also turn it into more things like you can take those transferable skills of like time management and like leadership and entrepreneurship and use them in anything and same with like snow removal stuff. So yeah, like a lot of those things are great ways to at least get started, which is a really cool, like both side hustle, but also a way to turn it into and get good at a real hustle. So
1: (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else in terms of hide side hustles that you think that all of our listeners need to know?
0: Um, Nothing that I can think of. I would just say, you know, keep an eye out for things. Don't be afraid to to accept a bet every once in a while. I know um, freshman year, I made <laughs> I made ten dollars from drinking one of those little uh, garlic things that come in Papa John's pizza because. I, I had a oh, friend yeah. who was like, yeah. oh, I bet you, you know, I'll give you $10 if you drink that. And I'm like, that's the easiest $10 I'm ever going to make. So, like, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> don't be afraid it to, takes to get a couple. Yeah, of don't be afraid to do things that make some extra money. Don't be afraid to, like, put yourself out there. Start a podcast if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, there are options for sure. So I think that's the biggest <laughs> thing that I know I've yeah. learned and did learn while kind of looking up some of these side hustles is that, like, yeah, there's there's uh-huh. plenty of stuff
1: out there even if it seems like everyone's doing it like there's money to be made so yeah exactly if there's something you enjoy and you want to do or or you just see an opportunity to make money the worst thing that happens is you're gonna fail at that thing and move on to something Mm -hmm. else and i think that that's not bad you just learned one way that wasn't going to work for you and you're on to something else that is going to work hopefully and if not try something else just keep trying until you make it work because There's something out there that's going to stick when you find it. Or or if you find your passion, push hard until you make it work. You might get 100 no's before you get one yes. And I think that that's something you have to know is just being willing to push through uh, all the no's and the struggles. Because I I think with all of these things that we mentioned today, it's nothing that's going to be like, hey, if you just walk out right now, you can make $100,000 a year. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't think (laughs) anything.
1: I think you have to put some time into each of them. Oh, without a doubt. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that is basically it for our side hustle topics. Now you all know how to go out there and make $100,000. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, if you want to start up your own podcast or walk some dogs or, you know, be an ads raider or start a lawn company business or, you know, whatever else we talked about, go for it. And if it works out, let us know. Hire us. Do something. Give us a shout out. Donate to the podcast or do none of those things. But... (laughs) So thanks again for listening to this week's life is funny podcast where we talked about side hustles and, you know, again, hopefully if there's something that, you know, stuck with you guys makes you a little extra money, then that's awesome. If not, that's fine too. We might try out some of these things. Some of these things are things that we have tried out. Um, but yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. uh, like it was, it was a fun topic to dive into and to talk about. So like, like Josh and I said, this, this week was a little more funny, a little more money, less funny next week will be more funny, less money. So stay tuned for the life is funny podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, definitely. (laughs) Exactly. More funny is always the goal, whatever
1: we're talking about. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. And we will hopefully, uh, we don't see any of you, but hopefully you will all listen to the next episode and we love being part of this with you guys. So, uh, feel free to uh, comment or whatever people do to podcasts. <laughs> give us a rating. Let us know how much you love this podcast. If you hate it, uh, feel free not to rate it. We really don't want to hear negativity. We're all about positivity Absolutely. here. So um, we live in our own <laughs> little bubble. We'll be digging into some. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we'll be digging into some uh, fun topics coming up here. Uh, we don't want to give you guys too much information. But uh, tune in next week as we get into some more fun and uh, funny, as Evan said, more funny, less money uh, conversations. And hopefully we will see you guys then. Absolutely. Thanks again for tuning in. And,
0: Josh, I will talk to you next week.
1: Sounds good.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye.